My name is Boyd Varty. I think of myself as an artist of experience. My passion is to create transformational experiences for myself and others as a way to explore what it means to truly live. My central exploration is to live on what I would call the track of your life. To me, this is to live courageously towards the discovery of what you are called to and to what life asks of you. So much of how I live has been informed by my passion as an animal tracker. I'm following the trail of my own life and reporting back. This show is a daily broadcast from a treehouse on the Londolozi Game Reserve in the wild eastern part of South Africa. Londolozi is a 14,000 hectare wilderness reserve adjacent to the Kruger National Park. The land is home to lion, leopard, rhino, elephant and buffalo, as well as a variety of other animals. I am your host, Boyd Varty. My goal is to spend 40 days and 40 nights alone in the wilderness to explore the archetype of the mystic in nature and hone my skills as a tracker. These are my daily stories. Day 37. The Two Paths. Journal Entry. Wow, we made it to Day 37. In so many of the mythological stories, there is an idea that when you were born, a twin was born with you. Your, tin, your twin was thrown out the window around the time you were taken to the cot. It becomes your wild twin, living out in the wilderness while you are raised in society. All through your life, you may get glimpses of your wild twin. Your wild twin is a scallywag, an outlaw, a rogue. Your wild twin slips chocolates to your nieces and nephews before supper. Less inhibited by social conditioning, the wild twin is more instinctual, impulsive, willing to act outside of the bounds of the rationale. Your wild twin certainly doesn't give a hoot about what anyone else thinks. And often, when you are out of ideas, your wild twin can be relied upon to do something totally essential. The wild twin knows how to grieve. The wild twin does not control the longings of the heart. The wild twin has shed the socialization of should. Carl Jung had this idea of there being two paths, a right path and a left path. The right path is the path of society. You look out at the world around you and it provides you with a structured way forward. Lawyers, doctors, accountants, investors. The path exists to a certain extent. It is laid out, and with its pursuit comes a position in the world with respect and structure. Many people achieve incredible heights and do amazing things on the right path. Many right pathers relish the structure and the rigor and how much freedom can come out of those lines. The right path is beautiful. The left path is different. It is the path of creation. You look out into the world and you don't see anything that's for you. Now you must set off as a tracker or a wayfinder and as Joseph Campbell said, follow your bliss. I think of it as living towards a feeling of aliveness. The left path is structureless and free. It requires a lot of reaching for the wild twin. Joseph Campbell said of the left path, and this is important to understand, it's a challenge, 
because you will not be respected by society, but you will be in your own authentic life. It seemed to me that the paths have opposite trajectories in some ways. Right pathers do very well till the age of about 46. Where full of success, they start to wonder if this is what they really wanted. They see clearly that they are in a society They see clearly that they are in a society and they are solid, but that society is a bit lost. They, they come to a place where they feel they are missing some of themselves. Left pathers have a terrible time of those beginning years. Structureless and often too free, they feel opaque and full of doubt for years. They struggle to ground themselves in the world. The options are somewhat paralyzing. The money is always tight. Some can't get through the drift of constantly drifting. But those who learn their own process start to really emerge around that same age, 46-ish, after a harrowing run, fully alive and autonomous. Let me be clear, these are very broad generalizations. I've just always wondered if there was a path between, one in which right pathers got in touch with their wild twin earlier, one in which left pathers kicked their wild twin out from time to time to create a bit more order and structure. As I make notes in this moment, I'm realizing this is not a post about what I thought it would be about. I actually wanted to set out to talk about what it means to be wild, but I'm realizing sitting here watching the river that the only way a central path becomes available is really through mentorship, an art form and process that is radically lacking in our culture. My friend Graham has pointed out to me that rates of download can be incredibly high between people who have integrated the opposite of their path. For example, a right pather, steeped in that way, who has pivoted into the wild twin's left way, has the language and know-how to bring other right pathers into more dimensions of self fast from inside their own worldview. A left pather who has followed their bliss but knows how to land grounded in the world is gold to someone setting out on that journey. In the realms of transformation, I had Martha Beck, a more brilliant artist of personal transformation a South African safari guide could not as have wished for. A more profound pivot of life path could not be imagined by me. In true mentorship, there should be a secret shared site. Both the mentor and the mentee, if that's a word, should see something in each other. The mentor should sense a potential and a place that they have been. The mentee should feel their future. It's truly magical and intangible when it spontaneously occurs. And it seems to occur more in people who have been mentored. It's like the process reseeds itself with, with potential. Often in true mentorship, there is no explicit instruction. No, that's a course. Real mentorship is a shared presence. It emerges through ways of being and time in proximity. In the realms of tracking, I was lucky to spend time with Alex and Renius, being with them, watching them track, along for the ride till it felt like I was absorbing their way. 
until I would go out tracking a lion, thinking about what Alex Orenius would do in a given situation. And then beyond that, I wouldn't be thinking what Alex Orenius would be doing. I would just be doing it. To be a mentor or a mentee takes inner work. And I guess this is the core of what I'm getting at. We can cultivate the ground in ourselves to create more sharing in our work and community. To be a mentor, you need excellence, confidence. You need the map. You need to have done it. A desire to share and learn, humility, clarity, the willingness to be honest, a desire to uplift, and then maybe the most important one, a passion for what you do that is beyond you, a love for the art form itself. This requires a personal sense of abundance because you should be willing to set your ego aside and expect to give away some of what you have. IP, experience, inside, things hard learnt. This can be a challenge, but when I have been shared with like that, I knew something sacred was happening. I was being handed part of my life, and I knew I would pass that on. The source never needs to really claim it's the source. A mentee, if that's a word, needs humility, to be real with themselves about where they're at, openness, hunger to learn, respect of self and what is being given, a desire to surpass what has been given out of love for the art. Don't leave it like you found it. The role of a true mentee is to learn it and evolve it. That is the responsibility bigger than you. In both cases, the right path and the left, we should work where we are weak and we should try not to do it alone. Left pathers do well with structured people. Right pathers need someone who is good at exploring the realms of personal bliss. So what does it mean to be wild? Well, it certainly does not mean doing whatever you want and answering to nobody. In fact, in the regal wild, it means quite the opposite. To me, it means you have done what it takes to develop a contemplative self that can hold opposing ideas at the same time. You have respected that dimensions of self come from attention. You have unselfconsciously found and expressed your talents and gifts. You are aware that you have huge failings that require work without being overwhelmed or paralyzed by shame about them. You've met your wild twin and you are friends. Equally, you know metaphorically not to let him always drive, especially not when he's been drinking. It means your nature is not clouded by layers of other people's rules. Whatever path you take, you have to pay attention. You have to listen to what is being asked of you by life and what you want. The more you do your inner work, the easier it gets, till it's like flowing on the tracks of something beautiful. There's no right way, and you can't seem to get it wrong, but to go forth without reflection is simply not wise. So go wild, find a mentor, be a mentee, if that's a word. Let your left take you to a tree and your right to a daily re reflection. As a born left pather, I'm grateful for being able to talk to you each day. You give me the structure I've always needed to be really free. Thank you. 4-0, out. This has been another episode of the Track Your Life podcast with Boyd 
Vati. Follow us on Instagram at Boyd underscore Vati, Twitter at Boyd Vati, visit Boyd's website at boydvati.com or subscribe to this podcast in your favorite podcast player. Please rate and review this podcast so that more people can find and enjoy it.